I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode comes with a content warning and brushes up against topics that could be triggering for our audience. You'll find specific details in the show notes. Please take care when listening. Welcome to another episode of WA Expose, a podcast about local arts by local artists. As always, I'm your host, Aria Scarlett, with the immense privilege of recording this podcast on Wajak Noongar Budja. Today's guests have been delving into creative outlets for years through traditional theatre and acting, as well as streaming via Twitch or YouTube. The arts have driven them both to support and uplift LGBTQIA voices, which have culminated in the incredible podcast Queer Stories on the Swan. And it's my privilege to be chatting with the host of this show, Chris and Christo. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. We are <laughs> so happy to be here recording with you finally. Yes. yes <laughs> We've had is, you on our show. I know. What a privilege from me. I've got to be on the incredible show, got completely shown up by my ability to run tech yep. for a while um, and I you know I could have gone home and done a lot of research and made myself better but I didn't do any of that so I'm still here being the hack and the fraud that I always am. <laughs> but you look professional while doing oh, yes. it. That's, that's part yes, of it. Yes. Uh, baby. This is not an ad for the hen house but thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much. Let's quickly differentiate. So Christo can you say hi? Hey it's Christo. Yeah, and Chris can you say hello? Hi it's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking very Burn different. You. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I normally um, open up the show by talking just about, like, why we pick our certain disciplines. Um, but, of course, when it comes to arts and arts media, that is, like, way too much of a broad open spectrum question. So yeah. why why the arts for both of you? Whoever wants to jump into that first. Why did we p- decide to participate in the arts at all? Because it's hard. Yeah. And why did we do that? <laughs> as soon, uh, almost before you finished the question, Christo and Mitty looked at me. So I, like, I, I, will, I will lead as always. Um, <laughs> um, look, I mean, my arts, um, my passion for the arts really started when I was fresh into middle school. Mm. So as a very shy kid and introverted kid, I didn't want any of the spotlight. Spotlight was scary. I didn't like it. Um, it's always hot <laughs> under lighting as well. It is. Um, but, you know, I just never had anything that I was like, I wanted the attention for. And then we got to year seven. Um, I did year seven in middle school before it was the cool thing to do where everyone did it before they changed it. <laughs> I was um, on a Today Tonight program about exactly that. Yeah. Because <laughs> like Catholic education, uh, tisk tisk, is um, the place where like did, that did that first. Yeah. And they literally were like, why are you excited to do year seven at high school? And I th- literally think my answer is, um, I like electives and that you can choose your own electives. And if you don't like them, you can change them. And then they pan to something else more important. And, yeah. it's, and it's, uh, you know, the start of my fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, mum was a Baptist college, so I maybe that was p- like part of it too. Yeah. I don't um, know how anyway, before work. everyone did it, that's kind of what I did. Um, and you, uh, drama was one of the compulsory units because you didn't have electives then. You only had electives from like year nine onwards, I think. Yeah, right. Um, so we had to do drama, and you know, 
I had to do speeches in school, hated them. Mm. And the fact that I had to, what was the first acting? We had to be a piece of furniture. No. So it could, it was like either a table or a door mm-hmm. or like, I'm looking around the studio now, maybe a microphone, <laughs> Again, anything you find like in a living room space. So I chose to be a door. Great. So I literally had a cardboard cutout that my parents helped me make. And I did the whole story of like what it was like to be a door, how it doesn't feel like, you know, you're not appreciated, you're slammed all the time. Anyway, did a whole this whole cringe monologue thing. And the and the kids laughed. Not like laughing at me, but actually like with me. And I was mm. like, did I just do a funny? Oh no. <laughs> like, did you, I? So you thought this was a serious drama piece. <laughs> well, yeah, because I was just, you know, I was just trying to do what I could do so I didn't <laughs> fail, I didn't have to do it again. <laughs> and then it just came out like naturally funny. And ah. I was like, okay, this is this is cool. Um, hi, I kind of I like I, I have like something. The way this feels. I like where this yeah. is going and people are looking at me and I don't feel awkward and weird all the time. Hi, this is awesome. <laughs> um, so throughout high school I just kept on doing it. Um my electives would always be sometimes I'd have like drama and then drama improvisation as separate units. So I had to choose. But if we got to choose two units, I'd be like, fine, I'll just do improv and drama. Mm. So I just kept on doing that. Did a bit of um acting courses in high school mm. like one of the um i'm not sure if they still do them whopper had like five day courses for like kids in like no their idea. teens or anything but you're basically like a very small like yeah uh, course for like, like whopper summer kids. intensive sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly um so you just have like a bunch of kids and they all act together and make a big production that you do at the end and the parents come and watch and um so you just started doing that and it just kept on going and going. Even after high school, I did some acting in student short films and um, eventually got into an agency, um, got commercials and stuff through there. Then I had to stop because I had to do something that was actually going to be regular paid work. What? And because because we live in this lovely capitalist society, we <laughs> oh kind of have to yeah, do something that makes us get money Ugh. and you can't always rely on acting for that. So I stopped for a while and then I started doing like much later on, I discovered like radio broadcasting because you're still kind of performing you're still putting on a show mm. per se yeah um and around the same time i started listening to podcasts yes, so i was podcast. like hey um i want to get into like podcasting but i don't have any like hosting skills so i studied radio and then um i eventually came up with the idea of queer stories on the swan but i needed a co-host so that's why i got crystal in because i knew if it was gonna be me mm. um it was just gonna be me long and ranting like the <laughs> intro is right i like now. this <laughs> <laughs> um so you know just the idea of being an artist and performing has always been well when i discovered it something i really wanted to do yeah so. and it's really interesting that like your original reaction to those like live performance spaces was to be like no i don't want to be a part of that i don't want to be like the hamlet to this moment but as soon as you were able to like find the funny in it it's like oh i like this feeling yeah i like where this is going that's really interesting to me christo what about yourself what was your <laughs> introduction to the arts you can't not speak the whole time i won't <laughs> let it happen see mine was the opposite to chris like i love the spotlight i'm such a big Spotlight hog, I must admit. Yes, love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I've always like done acting, especially through school and outside of school. Mm. I loved it. I did all that. And then, um, yeah, loved dancing. So I did a bit of ballroom and did all that kind of stuff. Um, oh, nervous. Um, <laughs> it's weird. It's all right. I'll just cut all the nerves out. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then, yeah, just kind of wanted to do something different because I've done a lot of YouTube and Twitch. and Yeah. I like being creative and stuff. Yeah, like what pushed you in like those sort of more like, I guess, more modern, like I, I could, I'd say modern and then I'm going to get a shout on because YouTube's <laughs> been around forever. But like those sort of more streaming things. I think things following are really a lot of YouTubers that I yeah. really liked and wanting to be that kind of like sharing my life and mm. 
traveling and stuff. So I want to put that out there, especially for me to look back on. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what I used to do. And <laughs> you know, look at me. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Twitch, because I love gaming. Yeah. So it's like, hey, why not have people watch? <laughs> you know, why not? <laughs> Actually, Spotlight. to defend Hello. your point, Aria, um, I think modern is kind of the way to go because YouTube and that changes so often. Yes. But yeah. there is always a bit of an update. So yeah. yes. there you go. Yeah, you yeah thank you so much for covering my back on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like the difference in, in – um, you not having to have like this really also it's for podcasting as well but the idea that you don't Ooh. have to have this immensely expensive setup to be able yeah. to put yourself mm-hmm. on these platforms which is really cool and that's what's really exciting about like youtube and twitch where it's like to be on stage in live theater it's like okay well I first i need a theater yeah <laughs> issue number one yeah <laughs> i don't have one of those. that might be a problem that might yeah. actually be something i have to like go and figure out yeah so how did you make the move from like those live streaming things into podcasts was that really really easy um, for you yeah yeah i just wanted to do it and had so many ideas i was gonna do one with a friend but she kind of Flaked. Mm. Um, and then I put it out on Facebook, like, hey, I want to do a podcast. I don't know what, just something. And Chris messaged me going, hey, I've got an idea. I'm like, done. <laughs> yeah. Let's just talk about it. I was like, oh, because I, um, my perspective, I was like, okay, I need a co host, need a co host. Christopher, uh, uh, Christopher, you know, Tierney, you know, your Facebook. And I need a, po- I'm going to think about a podcast. Any ideas? I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> well, hello, co host. Let me just uh, hook that one immediately. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, you were, you were friends prior to yeah. hosting the podcast. We met on thankfully. TikTok. <laughs> really? We did. Yeah. We okay, actually, I was yeah. going to ask. We That's did a, a duet funny together. Story. Tell so me. Um, <laughs> basically, it was back, back to the year 2020, yes. uh, which is. <laughs> Me, I remind people three years ago I when know. we entered the pandemic. No, shut up. Like, how weird is that? Oh, 1842. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, a lot of things, you know, like the running joke of that was like, what did you tell you in your time of lockdown? I cleaned up my house. Mm. I renovated things. I started a podcast. You know, um, uh, I. I made funny videos on a little app. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of the streets being like, we had babies. And like, who know why? Yeah. <laughs> I finally cleaned my room. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just because and, – and, and TikTok, joining TikTok was one of the things mm. as well. So I went on TikTok. And I was always opposed to the idea of TikTok. I thought it was just the new generation. I'm sounding really old right now. Oh, no, I, was like, I, was, oh, I was exactly the same. It's just a new generation going, oh, God, what's Wait, this Wait, so you're stupid? sitting on Twitch and you can't understand, like, you're like, not TikTok, I was just, no, <laughs> TikTok, I no. I was just a bored housewife and went, well – might as well do something with yeah. my creativity. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I was just sort of doing it and I was watching like a few things and I was like, I literally had a glass of wine one day. I was like, I'm going to like do it this Good decisions thing. come after glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> it was only one glass. So I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't um, <laughs> too influenced, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but I just started like but duetting. One and one glass just... was the bottle with the straw. In it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a gold metal one. Yeah. Um, yes, of course. It takes the turtles. <laughs> Um, and I was just like duetting and just doing silly like lip sync ones. Mm. And then I think Christo came up on my For You page and I, it was like, oh. I think you're like hashtag that you're in Perth or I looked it up and it was like, <laughs> oh, you're in Perth. I'm like, oh, I could just do it for you like duets. And then we just started messaging each other because we like followed each other. And um, one day I was, this is when I was uh, coming, coming back to acting and I was doing like a theatre show and then Christo showed up to one of the shows and we caught up and, like, we were talking for a while. And, yeah, we just kind of hung out after the show. I think it was, like, the closing night. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so we just – we were friends for a bit. We casually, like, message and just catch up seeing how you're doing. And then the whole podcast thing happened. Mm. So I was like, I mean, 
Let's do it. Let's and do now it. I can't get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he won't leave my house. <laughs> you built the studio and it's being put to good use. Yeah. I You're know, right? welcome. <laughs> there we go. That is actually incredibly important. So tell me a little bit more about Queer Stories on this one. Obviously, I've had the privilege of being on it. But like, what was the original vision for you guys and how has it morphed? Because our original ideas for podcasts always change immediately as soon oh as you, God, you yes. get anybody in the room with you. <laughs> so what was the original concept and how has it completely fucked up, basically? Um, well, I hope it hasn't fucked up too much, I don't think. That's the best um, part, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. We're still only a um, uh, seat and a half in. Things can change. Um, I think because um, I started listening to podcasts, I think it was like right before the pandemic hit, I was listening to like – um, a lot of like the RuPaul's Drag Race queens because mm. they all have like different podcasts yeah. with each other. Mm. Um, there's one called Race Chaser with Alaska um, Thunder yeah. F and Willem. I don't. Can you swear Thund- on here? Oh, yeah, you sure if I can can. <laughs> okay. Alaska Thunder Fuck and Willem. I, I wasn't sure. You're very I, I, kind. I, I always get it. <laughs> Well, you well, are a radio broadcaster, so. I know. That's the thing. I don't want to fall into bad habits. No, um, this is fine because also it's not live. Yeah, that's true. I, I could, yeah, I'd also you, just, you can bleep it out for Anyway. I'm not going to. Yeah. For those <laughs> who know, like you know who I'm talking about. Um, and they were just recapping Drag Race episodes. And it was so funny, like the mm. the the production behind it, the banter between the two of them. I was like, I kind of want to do that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was starting radio anyway and I started getting a taste of that when we started doing group shows. And that reinforced like, okay, I know how to host. I know how to um, put productions together. So I was like, why not do it on my own terms? And I also wanted to do something that was for the um, the queer community mm. because, you know, being a gay man, I don't know if anyone knows, it's a bit what? shocking, I know. <gasps> He's um, gay. I know. He's gay? <laughs> Not on this show. Yeah, I know. I'll yeah. walk out the door. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I was like – I. I didn't feel super connected to it. Like I'm not going to all these events all the time. I'm not going out clubbing. I'm mm. just very introverted and I just kind of do what I need to do and sometimes I'll occasionally go out. But I wanted to do something that kind of felt like it was um, – what's the word? I guess doing something towards it or giving giving the community something. Uh, the yeah, fact yeah. that um, – my idea was like to kind of like – I understand that people coming out story can be really difficult and hard, mm. but there are people who have come out that can – actually inspire others so like i knew my coming out story was quite privileged in fact i made a whole joke on the pilot episode that my mum ruined my coming out because <laughs> i had a whole speech planned and ready to go and she's like yeah i know i was oh, like no. i was ready for the dramatics i was ready to be thrown I out and be like, I, don't, I don't know my son anymore i was waiting for all of that and i didn't get it so i felt personally robbed um, <laughs> so you and me both don't worry <laughs> <laughs> and like you know we had our stories too and i thought why not make that a show why not make mm. that a series but also focus on the perth queer community yes like you know, from what I've seen in Melbourne and Sydney, it looks great and fantastic, but we always forget about the, the Westerners over here. So I thought, Ooh. make it a bit of a local show because people love local <laughs> stuff do, yeah. and local people. And why not connect to people by them talking about their coming out stories and what advice they might have for other people who have not come out yet mm. or how to navigate a certain, a certain situation if someone's trans, non-binary, gay, lesbian, intersex, anything mm. really. So that was kind of like the whole the whole thing. So really. And then, and you were just like, okay, I'm yeah, doing it as well. <laughs> Great. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Was it already like a, a topic that you were interested in history before that? Or was it something that you sort of went, oh, wow, what an interesting field. Let's get into it. Um, well, I guess if I, I was going to do my own podcast as like a scary, ghostly type thing. Because I love the paranormal cool. world. So I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. And then, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Chris told me kind of like about the idea. And I was like, oh, my God, like that would be so cool. Like. I'm gay, so one, it hits me. Um, 
and two, like meeting other people in the community because, mm. again, I don't go out very often. I'm old, so I don't go out. <laughs> I've done that when I was younger. Yeah. Like early you know, 30s is you know, not that old. When the court was actually good, I was oh. there, but now <laughs> I'll say it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, like, yeah, and I just wanted to kind of go out a bit more and, like, actually mm. meet people in the community and see who's out there and, yeah, and listen to other people's stories because it's just amazing how different – Everyone is, even though we're the same, in a way. Mm. Like, we're all on a different journey mm. and we've got a story to tell. So why not create that so people can actually do that and be inspired by other people? Totally. Like, oh, my God, I've heard this person who came out. I'm, I'm in that situation exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. Has there been moments on the podcast that were totally left field of what you were expecting? Oh, yes. In that? Um, one like, of our recent ones. One of our recent ones, which uh, you featured on, Maria. <laughs> Yeah, with, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. With our uh, other guest, uh, Gavin, uh, Gavin Nicola. <laughs> Shout out to you if you're listening. Oh, um, um, yeah. Love Gav, but um, that was wow, unexpected. Such completely. a powerful story. Mm. Um, almost got the waterworks going. But like that, yeah. that was one of the big reasons why I wanted to do that show. Because I love everyone else's coming out story. You know, whether it's happy, whether it's, you know, mm. very, very lucky, got a whole support system, whether it was kind of okay, but it took a while, or it's completely tragic. Something good can come out of it, mm. you know, because – there's still a lot of conflict when it comes to that. Like, yeah. like look at look at the US and trans people right now and drag queens. Mm. And like, so the community still has a lot to um, combat. Mm. And I thought, why not just have a little bit more of a mind at that? There are people out there that are like you and yes. people can, yeah. you know, listen to you. And yeah. Definitely. And being like in the room as that was yes. unraveling mm. for me, at least it was definitely a moment that I really appreciated your style of podcast creation because there was definitely, it, there's a, it's a hard thing to do when you go like, okay, this is my, my structure and these are the points that I have to hit in terms of being like a, a broadcaster or a storyteller or whatever. And then just giving that up because you're like, hang on, hold up everything for a second. This person has a story to tell and it doesn't matter if I want to get to my next question in four and a half minutes time or I've got to get to my ad break or whatever. Like it just doesn't matter. This exactly. is what matters. And that's kind of the yeah. the kind of the beauty of podcasts versus, I mean, maybe you can talk on it a bit versus like live radio conversations where you're like, well, the next ad is in 30 seconds. So yeah. you've just got to, yep, you're really sad and your mum hates you. Okay, ad break and welcome to oh, Honda. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's also different story, like different um, um structures of like different like radio thing like commercial radio will have a particular different way and yeah. then someone like a little bit more alternative will have a different sort of way as well but in the end they still have to conform to a whole structure that's centered yeah. around music or centered around a particular topic that you don't get too off topic from whereas something like this podcast that we have is that people can just tell their story yeah. you know because that's what people want to hear they don't yeah. want anything it's a bit more raw you know yes totally. i'll edit it i might clean up a little bit i might cut out if you like awkward silences and stuff but mm. other than that it's quite a raw real experience and we want to yeah. make it comfortable for them to be able yeah. to share their story yeah you wouldn't like, no wouldn't judging get that story nothing otherwise yeah be yourself and totally yeah and it's like you know, not saying that actually listen yes yeah. you know like i'm not promoting a book and therefore i would like three questions about my book exactly and yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then i will read this prepared <laughs> passage from my book and then at the end we will replug my book and like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. thank you so much which is which is like that's fine but um yeah there's something really awesome about just being like okay this, the floor is yours now. And then you've really provided 
a platform. Yep. Ooh. And it becomes less about you. This is probably way too like inside the actor's yeah. studio or whatever, <laughs> but more about the person who's sitting across from you. Yeah. It's it completely true. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know if I rant about myself too much, it's going to get really boring and irritating. So it's like, <laughs> if I have a guest here, here, listen to that person. <laughs> well, I'd like you to rant about yourself for a little bit because you touched on acting and mm. your like experience there. Is that something you're still super invested in or is it yeah. existing on the fringes? Um, it, it's sort of more on the fringes now just because of like, you know, I'm working a lot now mm-hmm. and, and I have to find something that um, I'm definitely more gravitated towards theatre in that regard now. Uh, nothing against film. I love doing film yeah. and stuff. But I think the thing with theatre is that you you form more of a bond towards yeah. the people because you, you're doing this for months. You'll rehearse, you'll do dress rehearsals, you know, costuming and you'll hang out with them. And it always feels like I'm someone that loves to be part of like of a whole you know, community, whether it's mm. a Q queer community or any community. Um, and I just, I've always kind of felt that whenever I've done theatre, whether it be in school or outside of school, that's sort of why I really gravitate towards that. Also, the fact that I get to, you know, it's the whole thing with acting where you get to be someone else. You don't mm. always playing yourself. And I like escaping from myself at times. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, with YouTube or streaming or things that are online, the product that you're selling is kind of it's very different to theatre because in theatre you get to, like you just said, like put on a different hat, be somebody else. But when you're doing these live stream things, you're very much selling you. you. <laughs> it's mm. Yeah, how, yeah, exactly. Can you talk a little bit about that? Do you sell like a heightened version of you, or how do you work it so that you still remain like okay outside of it? I just present myself as me. However, it comes yeah. is how it is. I'm not. I try not to edit too much. With a week. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes I get into that. Well, this is wig section. What type of wig? Talk about the wig. (laughs) Wig gate. Oh, gosh, I've got so many. Um, (laughs) I have a couple of real hair ones and synthetic ones. Anyway. I love a synthetic (laughs) wig. Yeah. I love a wig I don't have to brush. Oh, they're the worst. So when so do you heighten the personality at all or is it all for you just a similar raw experience like it is on the pod? Similar, just very raw, very me. Yeah, yeah cool. If you don't like it, go away. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is me. Hello. And you also mentioned that you're into theatre and that as well. Is that something you're still involved in? Um, I'm more involved in the film industry cool. now yeah. in Perth. Um, so I've done a lot of like behind the scenes um, set design and costume design and stuff with them. Awesome. So What's really, that experience really like oh, in Perth? It's, it's amazing. The Perth community is just amazing for film. Like, I'm surprised we don't have it quite big. Oh, really? Yeah. It's still, it's, it's still like a small... It's still quite small. Um, hopefully when the new filming industry starts here in Perth, we'll be able to... Wait. There's like a new building getting built soon. That's where? For, I can't remember where it is. Where? I know there was one it was gonna be built in like Winthrop, but then that kind oh, of fell I think it's going to be up near, uh, was that Whiteman Park? Okay. But that makes more sense built up there, yeah. Like a full studio and everything. Because so. when it was the, the WA Comedy Week last year now I don't even know what time is anymore <laughs> but when I got to ha- talk to Rove McManus about it and one of the questions that I was asking was obviously like okay like I love WA art and talent love supporting local Ooh. like how do we what do we do to make sure that our, our talent can stay here and how do we foster them to stay here because like yes what you've done is super cool but you had to leave mm. you had to go away yeah. like yeah what do we do to me- make sure that people don't have to leave in order to quote-unquote get successful yeah and his response was like I tried building a studio in Fremantle yeah and I was like, what? <laughs> and it's like, well, nope, the boats are loud. Goodbye. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like what does that mean? What are we going to do? It's true. I mean, Perth has been trying. Been mm. trying to have a bigger Perth yeah. scene for a while, whether it's yeah. new buildings or new uh, infrastructure mm-hmm. or, or new, new like we have courses that people fly from LA from to come in here and like, you know, 
instructors and stuff, but it's just, I don't know, it, we can't seem to shake that whole like Perth is kind of like out of the way. You know. But we've got so many beautiful places to we record. Do. We do. We yeah. do. Amazing places. Yeah, really, really good stuff. And the fact that we are, quote unquote, isolated, which I don't even think is something you can tout anymore considering the internet exists. Like yeah. the capacity yeah. that it does. But it means that we've built some of like the best sound studios because mm-hmm. we've got more land to put them on. And we've built some of the best like recording boots and the best this and the best that. And it's like, okay, but they're empty. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why, are they, <laughs> why are they empty? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Um. All right, so this is very community-focused, and I think that that's something really interesting that I'm going to definitely dig my teeth into (laughs) right after this super quick break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We're back. I'm still joined by the hosts of Queer Stories on the Swan, Chris and Christo. Oh, hey. It hasn't, yeah. <laughs> Time hasn't altered that much at all. Um, but we were talking- it's been a, five hours. It's been so long she won't let me leave. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go to the bar. So you won't let me. My corner's getting messy. <laughs> Hen house, I look after your space so much. Oh, my God, please don't. <laughs> and that's how I got kicked out of this room. <laughs> oh, it probably would force me to- get my shit together and actually <laughs> <laughs> create my own space. But we're talking about community. Talk about shitting in the corner. We're talking about community. <laughs> That's not a segue. Oh, oh my God, cancel me. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about community and like needing to be involved in a community, whether it's like the, the arts one or the queer community in Perth and like what we're looking for. For like the broader arts community, because you've talked to many artists and you've been in art spaces yourself, what are you loving that Perth is offering right now? When you do go Ooh. out, when you do step foot in. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I can count on my hand, my one hand of like how many times I've been out. Um, this year? Yeah. Uh, no. That's no. right. It's very early. <laughs> in my whole life. Yeah, it's still April. Um, yeah. Um, I like that it's almost like because, you know, the whole running thing with Perth that is so small, it's the most isolated city in the world. Mm, um, the eye roll, yeah. I still don't know if that's true, but anyway. Um there does seem to be a certain connectivity between different arts groups, whether you're acting, dancing, mm. singing, podcasting, um, opera singing, like Aria here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just, it, it, everyone seems to kind of know each other through there and they seem to connect on that scale because Perth is so small. Mm. So I think the smaller we are, it, it helps. I mean, not smaller we are, but we, we're still able to connect 
I don't know. Like we all know someone who knows yeah, someone. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah. blanking right now. No, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like called like the Kevin Bacon effect or something where yeah. everybody's like so many steps away from Kevin Bacon, mm. yeah. um, which I don't actually think I know who that is. Um, <laughs> I don't know who it is. So I think okay. it's the guy from Footloose. Yeah, that's, that's Kevin Bacon. That's seen Kevin it. Bacon. Yeah. I've not seen Footloose either. So here's me just talking about things I don't I know. Just I just know the song. <laughs> What song? Kevin Bacon sung no, a song? No, Footloose. Oh, I was like, Kevin Bacon sung a song? No, 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 no. I want to hear that song. <laughs> it's like, a good movie. I watched it years ago, but I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. You're really enjoying it? Like, just, like you've watched the <laughs> Still first half it. an hour and it's like, then I paused it, went away for three years and I'll come back to it. No, again. no, no. I, I, I watched it and I haven't rewatched it in years and I can't remember what happens basically, but I remember really liking it. Isn't... This is not what this is about. Is it, <laughs> is that the one about a town that it's illegal to dance? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's footloose. Anyway, so if people are apparently two steps <laughs> from Kevin Bacon at any time. But I feel like that's like how you, we're treated as queer people as well. It's mm-hmm. just like, um, oh, well, I know Devin. He's gay. You must know him. Yeah. I don't know who Devin is. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, like, all the time, especially where at my, my workplace. I don't think I'll name it here, but it's like we have a workplace where there's like thousands of employees. Like, yeah. Do you know that person in that department? No. I just know my department. We have like five people there. Yeah. Just oh, he's gay. You know, no. Okay. No, that doesn't actually fix it. <laughs> no. really. Not everyone sleeps with everyone. Here. <laughs> and that is, that is not slut shaming, by the way. Like some people just aren't. Yeah. Oh, totally. But even beyond that, it's like for your ability to just be like, ah, oh, yes, the kinetic energy that pulls me to, through time and space to meet all the other gays in the office. Yeah. Immediately you walk in like a magnet and they will just, just like yeah. attach to you. <laughs> That's going to be a terrible sound for people. I'm so sorry. I don't we, I mean, we all, we all have our, our carrier doves that we all own and we all communicate to each other from. What are you talking about? Don't, <laughs> okay. don't, don't expose that. Oh, Maria. my God. I'm not exposing anything. I'm just saying that like, sometimes like my dove is like just not really good with directions. Yeah. So, so, Same. Yeah, keeps flying into straight people being like, oh, you do? And I'm like, no, I don't know what you want. There's a bird here. Why is there a bird here? Small bird. <laughs> Okay, so um, what what do we do to like dispel the myth of Perth's like forever isolation? Because I'm kind of over it. Yeah, like I know that that's a question that we probably can't answer, but just like theoretically, there's got to be something that we can do because it's just it's. I don't know if it's helping us anymore. I think it's yeah. hindrance. Like you know, I would always answer like, oh, you know, more feature films are being filmed here, and they are. Mm. Like, um, what was that one with Sam Worthington? Uh. Christ. Um, it was a surfing one. Anyway, it, it, it kind of... Are they, are they all surfing ones? I hate to do that. Drift. They are there was one called Drift ones. years ago. Um, yeah. My friend was an extra in it. Um, and I think that sort of exposes people to more Perth. I mean, that was more Margaret River, but mm. like, oh, yeah, like south, down south. Um, but I... We just need more like normal stuff, bit like filmed here, like you do, like your series mm. and stuff actually... In Perth. Yeah. I mean, we do have like gems out there. I think, yeah, I I think just have more frequent uh, gems, like, you know, just more Mm. commercials, TV. Like, I can't remember what show it was, but when I was younger, there was a show that was filmed in King's Park. Really? Yeah. And they used to walk like between trees or something and go into like a different universe and stuff. I can't, for the life of me, I can't remember what it was called. But every time I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's King's Park. Oh my God, I know where that is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was so weird to see it on TV. I was like, wow. I wonder if it's like got anything to do with that classic like tall poppy syndrome in the arts that people talk about all the time of like the moment we start to like build something or be a little bit more creative, we have to immediately just like shut that down. That's like too good. Just because yeah. like, even the things that are filmed 
locally, it's like, oh, yeah, but that's just a local flick. Like, that's not yeah, something like, that gets to play in the same space as big blockbuster movies, maybe. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, and I actually agree with that. It's almost like, and, and, and as soon as someone does start to ascend in mm. Perth and suddenly they're whisked away to Eastern States yeah. or to another yeah. country entirely. Yeah. And it's... Because, like, the whole thing is, like, there's not enough work here. There's not the work here that you need to aspire to reach that status. But it has the potential to be. Yeah. I think we just need more. I think yeah. we need more people to come over and see the potential of Perth. Um, yeah. This is becoming a Perth uh, yeah. ad, by the way. That's, um, what, yeah, that's what the show is. <laughs> I'm sure you have listeners from, like, different parts of the world saying. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? Okay. Um, I but probably I, I, look. I think we should have just more, have more Perth. Um, Representation. More expose <laughs> of her. <laughs> 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 hey, <laughs> tired. <laughs> well, even when we did the film, um, so I got to do the vocals on a film called Facing Monsters, which is like a really mm. beautiful film um, uh, that I think won like a sound in documentary oh, wow. Australian mm. Guild Award like last year. Like really, it's a really really good movie, but it's still seen as like when we did premieres in Albany because a lot of the scenes are shot there. I remember um, my mum going to that particular premiere and being like that half the audience were there to see the film and half the audience were there to slag off the guy in the film. Not because yep. he wasn't a nice guy, but because they were literally sitting there being like, why are you in this? Mm. Oh, come on, I'm a better like surfer than you. I'm a better this than you. I'm a better like, – like literally to sit there in the audience and just like be mad at the fact that somebody else had like quote unquote made it. Even though the film is literally about – you can look it up. There's Kirby – literally about Kirby Brown's like drug like, – problem now i'm gonna have to put a trigger warning this episode <laughs> about like literally his drug use and swapping out um the hardcore drugs for surfing instead and how that became like a cycle instead yeah so it's like a very intense film but literally half of the audience were there sort of to just be like but why <laughs> why you <laughs> why not me and it's like well do you want that i don't know <laughs> yeah like i don't know there's got to be a way to try it like this isn't a question and this isn't an answer. This doesn't help anybody. I'm still going <laughs> to say it. Um, but we have to try and find a way to sort of like fix that side of it too because I feel mm. like a lot of the time we can't watch other people's success without questioning our own. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you combat that because I think uh, that's just kind of human nature. That's what I mean. Like it's not – I'm not helping yeah. anybody. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just complaining. No, 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 no worries. I wasn't trying to dispel anything. But, yeah, like I would love that too. Um, I would love if – you know, I wasn't jealous of other people. If people, other people weren't jealous of other people, but I, I don't know. I think it's just one of the age-old. How do we fix this? How do we fix human nature? Mm. Um, it's possible, but it's a little hard to. How do we allow ourselves to rise without assuming that because somebody else has risen, quote unquote, um, that means you can't? Yeah. As if there isn't space for more than one successful Perthie at a time yeah. sort of thing. Well, mm. Hugh Jackman's the only musical theatre person, so uh -huh. I guess we all have to quit. Like, <laughs> he fits that stereotype. There's Roving Yanis. He fits the yep. late night hosting. Yep. Yeah. We're only allowed one of each thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Which is interesting when it comes to queer arts too, because like, hello, didn't we already dispel that you don't have to just be one thing or exist in one monolith just mm -hmm. by being within our own community? Uh -huh. mm. And yet you step out on stage and it's like, nope, still one. Yep. <laughs> We're allowed to have one gay guy in our show and we're yes. going to have one person in a wig in our show and that's it. That's the end of the rules. Yeah. How does that sort of manifest in theatre for you? Um, well, I often joke that, like, um, theatre was the birthplace of homosexuality um, <laughs> because there are so many gays. Yep. We just love that. And I think it's, it kind of ties back to, in my opinion, um, the whole putting on a different hat 
mm. and being mm. someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's what a lot of people go. They, they perform to sort of deal with either trauma or insecurity yep. or, and or both. Um, <laughs> you know, mm, getting a bit real here, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I already have to put a warning on it now. So we may as well <laughs> there you go. get in there. <laughs> get in. Um, I mean, you know, you gotta, you have to if you're going to have conversations like that. Mm, totally. Um, but I think, you know, I've, I've seen such – and again, that's why I sort of gravitate towards the theatre community when I'm able to be available for mm. it is um, people just kind of connect no matter the background. Mm. You know, there's always going to be contention, but that's sort of family for you. Yeah. Family's going to have togetherness. It's going to have fights. But in the end, it's in the long run together. So, yeah. Would you agree, Christo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, nothing to add. Just like, yep, I agree. No, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's basically our show. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and I agree. Yes. <laughs> Roll credits. Um, okay, so I wonder what there would be constructively so that we don't end on me just complaining about stuff forever and ever. Um, <laughs> that's fun. No, I know it's fun, but it's not useful. <laughs> WA Expose, Aria whinges for about an hour about nothing that you can't, you can't help her. <laughs> Look, She's there's upset. a lot of people that have podcasts that do that, so why can't we? This is true. There are a lot of people with I feel like that market is saturated a yeah. little bit. Like <laughs> focused on problem is saturated for me. Um, so what would like, what advice would you give to, either like new starting artists or artists who are mid-career who sort of feel this, have that sort of animosity feeling, get that feeling of being sort of stuck. Um, what would you suggest to them in order just to be able to rise above it, for mainly for their own mental health, whether or not it means that they're going to be the next superstar to me is irrelevant, but like for their own like personal growth and safety as queer artists, what would you recommend? Gee, that's a lot. I know. Um, <laughs> hey, solve all of the problems in the world in the next 20 minutes. Okay, Go. Okay, okay, great. Um, 18 I'm going to leave. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there's also a lot of uh, practice what you preach problems that I should probably follow. All um, right, well, look, just give advice to hey. you then and we'll pretend it's um, for other people. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> like you, no, no, no. Hang, on, I'm just trying to f- figure out how to word it. Because, like, what you were saying, Aria, like, you can't, you don't have to have the one. You fit this category. Mm. Category is sectioned off now. Now the yep. next one. Th- there's there's room for everyone. Yes. Yeah, okay, there is room for everyone to, you know, whether you're the style of like just theater actor, podcaster, only podcaster, dancer, singer, all that. Um, this is mainly for like the people who are starting out. Like, you know, just. Just go for it because mm. in the end you're doing this for you because you need to do this for you, for your mental health, for your sense of belonging. And, you know, it, it's it's competitive. You know, artists can be competitive. Yeah. Yep. Theatre goers can be competitive. Acting, you know, we're, we, we're naturally competitive. You know, mm. humans are naturally competitive with themselves. But there is also the capacity to support each other. Mm. But I think it starts off with supporting yourself first. Um you know, almost RuPaul's Drag Race great. You can love yourself, how <laughs> yeah. you can love someone else, yada, yada, yada. We know the yeah. line. Um, I think just, yeah, just just push through it and go for it. Mid-career, I understand it's a little bit of a different set of, you know, different can of worms because that's I just... I think that's when the animosity can really sink Well, in. I think so as well because, you know, you're, you're, you might be in the top of your game or you're just slowly rising and then you see to hit like a plateau. Mm. Um if you're mid-career, like there's someone out there supporting you if you're mid-career. Yeah. Like someone's listening, someone's supporting. Hi, so mum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 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 It, could, it, could, it could just Valid. be that. It could just, it, yeah, it could just be your friends. It could be that one person. You know, I was sort of saying to myself when I started on the show, like 
it could just be like one person listening to it and really enjoying it, mm. and then I'll feel good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, that being said, please listen to our show and have supporters <laughs> because I require compliments. Um, <laughs> again, the practice what you preach here is strong. Yeah, um, but I think yeah, just do it for you. So keep going for you, and there is support. You may not see it, but they they are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, yes, is everything feel? Is there a feeling that everything is oversaturated right now? A hundred percent. There is that feeling, um, but there is that feeling because I don't want to say because you're allowing it to be that feeling, but that's kind of the vibe. It's more like if you're consumed in Instagram reels or if you're consumed on TikTok and it's, it, there is definitely going to seem to be like an over influx of models and an over influx of, of quote unquote wellness influences or you're going to feel like, oh my goodness, there is that person out there who's already doing it and doing it a thousand times. Yeah quote unquote, better than I am and making a billion dollars. And it's like, well, first of all, let's tick the first box, which is social media is fake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're being curated a content page based on the stuff that you're liking. So yes, it'll always feel like if you're doing drag and liking a bunch of drag stuff and therefore only seeing drag stuff, yeah, you probably look at yourself and go, oh my gosh, there's so much drag. How do I fit into this like yeah. realm of X? Yeah. Or if you're me and you're just liking a bunch of musician videos and go like, gosh, everything's already been done and sung before. Like why input anything into the industry? And if you're trying to input into the industry because you think you're the only one, then that's probably incorrect to begin with. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, there's this whole thing of like, you know, when peop- when music comes out, you know, there's new songs on the radio and it's sampling this song. It's like, mm. oh, be original. How do you be original? I don't days? even Everything's know. Because done. <laughs> everything has been done. Mm-hmm. Everything <laughs> references something. Even totally. something that you think is original Ooh. is probably sampling something else or Completely. inspired by something else. Yeah. So I think the whole let's just get this whole be original thing out of your head. Yes, don't deliberately copy something because you're measuring your success by a more successful person that you're copying. Mm-hmm. But... I think we also need to get rid of the whole, like, we need to do our own thing. And if it's not entirely our own thing, it's not valid. Yes. It is. Everyone inspires each other. Totally. Yeah. Totally. There are classical musicians who reference, like, from, like, the 1600s who reference music that came before it Mm -hmm. on purpose. And, like, did Beyonce reference in Renaissance? Yes. Does it still slap 100%? Like, we we don't care if it's good, it's good. Yeah. Um, And there will always be a following for it. And I think that getting... You can get really in your head about like, quote unquote, the whole like copy phenomenon. Sorry, I do it every time. Um, <laughs> it's like a reflex. I'm going to go in the banana boat. Ad. <laughs> it lasts four hours, four hours, four hours, four hours. Okay, now gotta stop there. What's ten percent? What am I allowed to say before I get sued by banana boat? You can cut that whole bit out. I might because it's real bad. Um, for my part, everybody else did great. <laughs> no, but like there's, there's that idea of just being like, you. Can't, what are you going to do? Like just catalog everything that's ever come before mm. to make sure that you do something different? Yeah. First of all, do how do you have that time? <laughs> yeah. Second of all, that's the wrong one. Open wrong a library. Then, then here's yeah. what you should do. You should open an arts library and catalog everything and we'll yeah. look at it. I think, yeah, you can't look at art as too um, mathematical. You know, it's oh, not I all calculations. Yes. Like it's it's self expression. It's what you emotionally connect with. It's not a logic mm-hmm. thing. It's an emotional thing. Yeah. 
Oh my god, I'm such a philosopher. Such a philosopher. <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm super dumb, but I'm also really <laughs> smart when I have to be. It's so funny. <laughs> so dumb smart. Um, yeah, <laughs> dumb smart. shockingly, <laughs> shockingly, there will always be overlaps because if it's emotional, it's what people connect with. Mm-hmm. They're well, we all connect with similar ideas or concepts, and they do tend to blur together and I don't think we've helped anybody with this question and no answer at all. We've just created more problems for the world and that's fine. This wasn't a fan question, um, was it? That they were <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> if you're asking, I'm um, sorry to disappoint. Sorry to disappoint you, but I have no idea how to help you. <laughs> that's what I should actually preference. Hello and welcome <laughs> to WA Expose, a podcast that I can't help you. Okay? <laughs> just listen to me talk. Just listen, look. <laughs> look, I, I'm really excited. I just want to talk to people. Okay? And just don't make me solve problems. No, please continue to send your questions into waxpodatgmail dot and we'll ask out. No, that's um, that is a whole thing. All right, we are at that point in the chat though, so like you were totally in right coming in with all those plugs. First of all, let's plug the social medias. Where can people find you guys and also quiz stories on the Swan? Okay, so with uh, oh god, we're doing personal socials. You can plug whatever you want to plug. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you want to get out your phone? We'll just like yeah, do a like, look. Which one's mine? If people, <laughs> um, if, if people don't know what to plug, I normally just go like find. If, is there somebody that you th- recommend people follow? Okay, um, <laughs> me. Okay. I am. Hello. <laughs> I am this. Yeah. Um, look, I okay. I'll, I'll plug my my uh, personal like Instagram, uh, Northy underscore twenty twenty three, um, because that's my my work nickname, and I never had a nickname in high school, so that's my work nickname now. Hi. Is it twenty twenty three because you've just opened it? No, no, no. I, I just do it every like every year. You up it every year? Yeah, because what? You think I have like a life or something? <laughs> you change it every year? I know. I know. I'm a weirdo. I love that. I hate it though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I love and hate me too. Um, <laughs> Not no. what I said. <laughs> no, I said it. I know I did. Um, okay, I'm gonna put, I, 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 I always make people say this and I put them in the show notes anyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you all that. Um, as for, uh, yeah, Christo, do you want to do Oh, yours? yes. And if anyone wants to start a, fa- um, a paranormal podcast with Christo, where do they find uh, you? <laughs> <laughs> a podcast about ghosts? Uh, uh, pretty much most of my social media is Christo Productions. Oh, so well, just search cool. that up. Yes. Oh, underscore. That's an underscore. Well, that's for Instagram. But oh, Instagram. if you just put Christo Productions, I'm sure I'll pop up everywhere. Oh, yeah. the SEOs are on your side. Yes. <laughs> um, as for the podcast socials, um, it's Queer Stories on the Swan um, on Facebook, at Queer Stories on the Swan on Instagram, TikTok. I think there's something different about our TikTok. I don't know why. Uh, I'm kind of in charge of all social media, which is not a good idea. <laughs> um, no, just at Queer Stories on the Swan. So, yeah, it's all the same. All the same. So yeah. that's oh. where you can find us on our social media. All of these links are going to be in the show notes so you can just click on them and um, you don't have to try and remember anything that we yeah. just said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any social media that you have, just search Queer Stories on this one. We're most likely on there. Exactly. So. And before we go... I want a ghost story. <laughs> I do. I don't have any of the. I want a ghost like story. Personal. I don't care. I want a ghost story so that we can like. Then we're going to plant the seed oh of gosh. this paranormal podcast that I know is coming, and it's going to happen. And I want a goddamn ghost story. If Christo doesn't, I do. Well, I do have a personal ghost right, story. Go. That, like, okay. So me and my friend, we used to go out quite a lot, ghost hunting and stuff, because we love doing all that. that is so and cool. like we go to all different places. Um, and there was one that kind of sticks in our minds um, and we went to the Freer Roundhouse mm. and we went there on, I think it was the eve of Anzac Day mm-hmm. and we were there and it was a really calm night, like it was beautiful, I love going out to Freer anyway um, and we went and visited the gun and everything and it all got really windy all of a sudden, we're just like this is really weird, like what the hell's going on? Um, so it was me, my friend and her ex-fiance at the time and um, 
and we're just wandering around and her and I have this weird connection together where we can sense the dead, you know, mm-hmm. how we are. Um, That's why you wanted to open a podcast with me because I was dead inside. That's why you <laughs> oh, did. I've always been. <laughs> I'm always dead. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was, we were just kind of wandering around and then I somehow managed to follow this thing. I have no idea what it was and my friend was behind me. And I thought she was always behind me because she was only like a few steps behind me. And I'm walking through the tunnel that's under the roundhouse. Yes. Just following whatever this thing is. And I'm like, oh, let me turn around to make sure that she's there. Gone. She's just disappeared. And she was like two steps behind me, which is impossible to just disappear. Yeah. Mm. And I'm just like, okay. So I ran back and ran into her partner. And I'm like, look, let's go opposite and we'll both run around the whole thing we did that twice couldn't find her at all and there's nowhere else you can go like it's impossible to hide anywhere um and from what she said when she was following me this army guy came and took her hand and then she ended up near the top of the buildings that there's some buildings up there without making a lot of noise yeah just poof gone and up there and we couldn't find her at all. And then we'll, I, I'm calling her and texting her. And when she finally came out of nowhere, I'm like yelling at her as well what as like in tears dude? and like, yeah. ah, you know, like yeah. full on emotional. And I'm like, like, I've messaged you and texted you. She got her phone out. Nothing. There's nothing from me, even though there's physical on my phone that I've called and texted. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like, <laughs> and her where did you go? Like, she didn't have like a scary time. No, like- she said the person came to protect her from something. So whatever I was chasing was luring me because I'm an easy target. <laughs> We've experienced that so many times. <laughs> um, that, yeah, whatever it was, was like, no, you're not going near that, which then broke my attention to whatever it was to be like, where the hell did she go? So I've had ah. that. And I've been possessed there as well by another thing on the stairs. And yeah, it's, it's, it's okay, you actually wow. do. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you actually do have to start Chris Does Ghost Stories. Like, that has to it happen. It would be cool. Yeah. Do it. Everybody I, I start a podcast. I really think you should. <laughs> Talk <laughs> really? about saturating the market. Everybody start a goddamn podcast. <laughs> yeah. Everybody start a podcast. Right. Like, I'm not special. It's just, <laughs> like, it's not hard. Audacity is free. This room is $30 an hour. Like, you, and you can do it. Yeah. I believe in you. <laughs> You've got a studio set up. Christo, I know, right? Christo's Paranormal Stories. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can use this, this as one. an ad. <laughs> in the hills. <laughs> Not trying to give away your address. <laughs> All right. That, that, you know what? That is actually the perfect way to end um, this podcast today. Uh, remember, everyone, if you like um, Dugway Expose, you can like and subscribe wherever you're currently listening. Uh, give us a follow on social media, WA Expose on all platforms. And if you have a question for our next guest so that I don't get quite so carried away, <laughs> you can send us an um, email, WAExposePod at gmail.com, and we'll ask our next incredible guests. Thank you so much, both of you, for well, joining you for me having today. Us. Thank you oh for God. having us. It was a pleasure. Yeah. WA Expose is an independent production. Our artwork was created by Georgia Sassenfeld and our theme music is Corrosive by Aria Scarlett and M. Burrows. You can find out more about the podcast or live shows at ariascarlett.com forward slash WA Expose. <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's all right. We will leave the narcissism for like later in the, in the show. <laughs> in our third and final Never segment. Never a bad time for narcissism. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.